If you go to artscroll.com and you search Rabbi Shai Graucher, uh, you are going to find a lot of works. Rabbi Shai Graucher is a young man who has um, really compiled some incredible svarim, some wonderful books at this point. I do want to remind our listeners, when you go to artscroll.com, no matter what you order, uh, make sure to use promo code radio. Always use promo code radio. You'll get your 10% discount. You'll get your free shipping. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. Uh, when you look up Rabbi Shai Graucher, you'll find the palace on 5 Chazon East Street. Pictures, pearls of wisdom, and stories in the life of Aaron Leib Steinman. You'll find the Igeris Hagra, and I, of course, being the eighth generation from the Vilna Gon, that's extremely significant to me. It's the Vilna Gon's ethical letter with an anthology of insights, stories, and observations, Igeris Hagra. Uh, you will find the Ushpizin book about the seven guests in the sukkah. Uh, you'll find Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Chumash, which I believe is complete. I believe it's Bracious Shmos, Vayikro, Midbar, and Dvarim. We'll ask Rabbi Graucher about that coming up. I believe that is totally complete. You'll find Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Zmiros. That's something we spoke about on the air back at the uh, beginning of this season uh, when it was released in September of 2020. And now today, and now today available to you, officially released this past Monday, is Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Tehillim, compiled by Rabbi Shai Graucher. It's an Arts Girl series, Jaffa Family Edition. It is a absolutely beautiful work. Um, had an opportunity over the last couple of days to uh, go through a good part, portion of it. And uh, Rabbi Shai Graucher is with us live via telephone on this Wednesday morning. Rabbi Graucher, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. How does someone... Your age, relatively young in the in the in the uh, the world of uh, of Sfarim and Torah. How does someone your age become someone close enough to Rav Chaim Kanievsky to literally become the compiler of his amazing works? Um, I think in Hebrew we say "end When a person wants something and and he pushed for it, and Hashem, Hashem gives the Yatu Dishmaya. I wasn't, I wasn't born in Bnei Brak. My father used to be a big singer. You probably had a long time with him. Yes, for just for and, the for the since you brought it up for the context of our uh, for our listeners, um, Rabbi Shai Graucher's father is Deddy, the incredible superstar and unbelievable Baal Chesed, who for decades did so much amazing, great work in the world of Jewish music. Go ahead. You grew up in which city, you were saying? In Petah Tikva. Right. And I used to go to camps in America. But one day, one day I went to Reb Chaim. I was 15 years old. One of my father's friends took me. Baruch Hashem, we grew, we grew, I grew in a house that Chesed and Emunas Chachomi was, was the two biggest things. Right. My father, every single question, he used to go to a rabbi, his rabbis, and ask him, and get an answer. So I went to Rav Chaim. I was 15 years old. I didn't learn yet. And I saw the Rav, and I felt something I can't explain. There was something very special. And the Rav gave me a bracha, bracha v'atzlocha. And then he looked at me, and he says, you should sit and learn. Tishevet ilmad. So I, uh, I wasn't learning at all. I said, what to do? So he told me, write. Lichtov, tichtov. To write Kiddush Torah. Whoever knows Rav Chaim, since he was very, very young, he used to write, and Baruch Hashem, he has a lot, a lot, a lot of for him. And then I used to go um, sometime, I went to yeshiva, 
and every Beinaz Manim, I used to go to Rav Chaim's house. I used to wait hours and hours just to see him. But I got close to the Rebbitzin. I used to help her with the with the pots, go in the kitchen, <laughs> try to be nice, try to help her with, with chesed that she was doing. And then, Baruch Hashem, I heard when I was getting closer and closer that they were trying to do Rav Chaim Kanievsky stuff in English. Right. It's first safer, or Chosyosher, that you forgot to mention that this is the whole starter of Reb Chaim Kanievsky in English with art school for 12, 13 years that we're trying and trying. Which, which, one, which one is that? What would we call that or how would we refer to it in English? Or Chos Yoisher. Which is? Reb Chaim wrote on, on Musser, on 30 Musser. subjects. Got it. That he wrote and this is the powerful, most powerful things. And I was trying for four and a half, five years to get a permission. And I remember one day when I asked, and he said no, and no, and no, and I told, I told the Rov, the American people want to understand, because every single house I used to go in America, there's a black safe for Orchus Yosher. Everybody used to get it for their bar mitzvah. So everybody had it. But a lot of people that I asked them, they never opened it, because they didn't really understand what is written inside there, because right. everything is Kimat Chazal. Right. So we took this, and we added 150 stories, and every single subject, we have stories to understand that it's not only what Reb Chaim is writing, he's also living this life. It's not just what he's talking or writing. This is Reb Chaim Kanievsky, and I remember I called uh, Reb Gedalia Zlatowicz from art school that without him, nothing would work. When I picked him up from the airport, first time I met him, my father made, made the introduction. We started a Igeris Agro that also Reb Chaim and Reb Steyman, the Chetzadik Livrochov, pushed me. I used to go every year for the yard side to the Vilna Goins Kaver. Now COVID, it was, wasn't easy to miss it. And then we started, and I remember him. He told me, you can get it done. And he pushed me with Gedalia, and I was pushing with Chaim until Baruch Hashem. I remember the first phone call when I called him. I said, we have an approval. We didn't wait a second. This day, we got already of Reichim, a whole crowd of Talmud Chachomim, a lot of grandchildren of Reb Chaim to get up the stories to get the best translator. And Baruch Hashem, it was done after three months. And, and yesterday, I was in every yeshiva I go. With, if, if, if it's American, everybody's sitting and learning this Orchus Yosher. And it's a, it's, it's a very big safer Musa today. By the way, folks, we just found it on the website, Orchus Yosher of Chaim Kanievsky's Classic Guide to a Torah Life. It was released in the uh, middle of 2018. And you could find it at artscroll.com, and that's what Rabbi Graucher is referring to. And when you say the Vilna Gaon's yard side, the Vilna Gaon's yard side is Cholomoyed Sukkis, no? Yeah. So you, yeah. Used, you used to go Cholomoyed Sukkis to his kever? No, I used to, I used, so I used to go, what we used to go is, we, because Sukkis, it's, we used to go to the Chofetz Chaim's yard site. Right. A week before Rosh Hashanah. Right. And then we used to travel to the Chofetz Chaim and the Goen in the same time. Well, interesting. In the same time. And, and as you, you as, and as you heard me say, I'm I'm a product of the Vilna Gaon, so so wow. it's, it's really meaningful. One year, every year on uh, on Cholamoid Sukkot, there's a family get together uh, in Israel in memory of the Vilna Gaon. And one year, because I was there for Sukkot, Baruch Hashem, I had the opportunity to actually be there. Uh, Rabbi Shai Graucher is with us, so it it's amazing. I mean, again, I don't make, want to make too big of a deal of it, but you know, you're a young man. Uh, you went ahead, and as you said, you you insisted on on studying at the at the feet of a Torah giant, and you uh, and you beca- because of the ability, thank God, you know English, frankly, 
If not for your ability, yeah. if, if not for the fact that you know, <laughs> if not for the fact that you know English, you wouldn't be in this in this arena right now. Uh, and that uh, relationship with uh, Rabbi Zlotowitz over at Art Scroll uh, and the acquiescence, Baruch Hashem, of Rav Chaim Kanievsky to your request to get his materials translated into English, all that together put you as a, in a very important role in this whole process. Yeah, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. But I'm telling you, this is all came. From a lot of davenings, a lot of mysterious nefesh. To be here, there was days I slept in the car outside Reb Chaim's house just to ask him a question, just to see him. But whoever goes to Reb Chaim's house sees that it's, it's something that that is more than any any anything in the world. It's it's like it's like you can you can't explain it. And Baruch Hashem, the whole idea here that that everything is what we write is in Hebrew. I do the Hebrew job. We have Rabbi Wagner. From Lakewood, Talmud Chacham, that he is the one who's translating. But every single word, Rav Chaim and his son Rav Shaul are going through, and to be medayik and to bring the real, 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 real stories, the real Divrei Torah, the real Chidushim to the world. And Baruch Hashem, we see a tremendous Yatad Ishmaya. When when was the this, uh, when, when was the most recent time you saw him? Can you see him during COVID? Rav Chaim, I try to go every single day, even when it was locked, and Baruch Hashem had to be there every day, and I mean, I mean, help you, you you just arrived from Israel yesterday. Did you see him over the last few days? I see him. Uh, I see him every day. Every day. Every day I go. I don't leave without a bracha. I don't go without a bracha. I don't. And there's questions every day. I get phone calls and emails at least. 30 to 50 a day, people that need Yeshua's, people that need brachas, people that need advice, people that are, are unshid, don't have shidduchim, or people without children, every single day. And there's a big shlichus, and Baruch Hashem, most 95% of the people are people from America, yeah. from Canada, from Manchester. Right. It's all the American people and English people that sometimes it's maybe hard to get, and it's a big achrayus, because right. every word by Reb Chaim is like, but I want to tell you something interesting that I tell every every single person that is, comes to me or wants to ask a very, very hard bracha or a serious question. So in the Orchus Yosher, on Ruach HaKodesh, Reb Chaim writes there that a lot of people go to G'doyim or Talmud HaChomim. When, when does a person get the special Siyata Dishmaya? When a person has a, moon, a pure Munas HaChomim, that whatever the Tzadik is going to tell him, so then HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us Yatad Ishmael, Rav Chaim writes, that the Tzadik Hashem brings in the right answers to give it to that person. Because it's very interesting. I can go to Rav Chaim, Nachum, with eight questions, the same question. The same question. And he can answer each one a different answer. And there's a letter from five years ago that someone wrote to Rav Chaim. How come when you come to Shaduchim, this one you tell him, learn Barachas. This one you tell him, say to heal him. This one you tell him, do Tzedakah. This one you tell him, give money to Yeshiva. So Reb Chaim wrote eight letters. That's the answer. Whatever comes to my mouth from above, that's what I answer. Right. you can see it every single second. This is something, I don't, think, I don't know if there's something like this in the world, that you can come and each one gets a different answer, and each one takes the answer to a different level. I just had a story with his family 
that were, the mother was sick, the child was sick. Rav Chaim, I went. They begged me. I went, and Rav Chaim said to learn brachas, to learn brachas. And this family didn't just learn brachas. They made a theme of brachas every single day. And the doctors didn't know what to do. I think of the 30, maybe it was 32 days. After 33 days, they called me. And the doctor said they can go home. But they took Reb Chaim's bracha, learning brachas, and they did a theme of brachas every single day. Now, it wasn't just learning. Yeah. They had a pure emunah, and I told them, you'll have, and you'll see Yeshua. Rabbi Shai Graucher is with us. Um, I have to believe that in addition to the emunah chachamim that you just described, and the faith that one has to have that a Torah giant and someone like Rav Chaim Kanievsky is giving them not only good advice, but as you described it, advice specifically for them. In addition, after reading the introduction to your Sefer, to the one you compiled about Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Tehillim, I have to believe that he would strongly recommend that in addition to what you just said, people should take tefillah very, very seriously and people should incorporate Tehillim. You don't always associate Tehillim with Torah giants. You don't always associate Tehillim with those who spend most of their day, you know, in the Yamshal Talmud, so to speak, in the ocean of the Talmudic studies. But I would have to assume, based on the introduction of your book, that Rav Chaim would strongly recommend that individuals and families in distress turn to Tehillim and recite them as much as possible. Yes. Yes, yes, 100%. Rav Chaim is telling, and he told me a few times when I asked him, I had the chutz to be by him Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah this year, and every day by Asesim Echuvah, that Rav Chaim takes the Tehillim every single day, from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur, and he finishes the whole Tehillim. To see Rav Chaim saying Tehillim these days, I'm telling you, it's like to see an angel, and you see the Pachad, you see the, the, the Koyach. And what happened two weeks ago, Friday night, Reb Chaim was sitting and learning all day, and he was davening Nate. After Shachris, he was a bit tired. He went to rest. He goes to his grandson, Reb Gedalia Onigsberg, and he tells him, please bring me to Hillen to bed. So he told him, uh, uh, he told him, Saba, Saba's resting now. So he told, please give me the safer Hillen to the bed. And whoever knows Reb Chaim, like, like he has his Seder of Torah, of learning. He has also Seder Tehillim every day. But to ask in such a way, it, 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 was, it was strange. Reb Chaim was sitting, uh, sitting, laying down in his bed, and he's starting to say Yerotzim before Tehillim. And he says the whole entire Seder Tehillim, Perig by Perig. Reb Chaim doesn't just say every single word. He has his... Hands on the Tehillim, every single word, and he's saying it, and he's finishing it. So Rev Gedalia saw that he's saying the whole thing. He told him, Saba, maybe you should be mechaven that COVID-19 is going to leave Cloud Israel, is going to leave the world. So Rev Chaim looked at him and told him, It's true. That's why I finished the whole Tehillim now. And for Rev Chaim to finish another time the whole thing for a year, it means that, that we have to grab Tehillim. We have to take the Tehillim by us. And you know what? It's not just waiting. People should be in hospitals. People shouldn't feel good. You can take, we can take Tehillim every day. A person can take Tehillim every day, one chapter, two chapters, to be connected. And Baruch Hashem, 
today with this amazing talent that's coming out, people can also understand more the wording, understand more the stories, the things that David Amelech was saying. He didn't have a, he didn't have an easy life, but but we see whoever is close to Tehillim, whoever finishes Tehillim, it's 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 a different world. It's and, like it's like. And I should point out that Rabbi Shai Graucher has included in this Tehillim the schoolers that both Rav Chaim and his Rebetzin recommended in terms of what chapters of Tehillim to say for an easy and healthy pregnancy, to be blessed with children, for a shidduch, for parnasa, for good health, uh, against Ayin Hara, if one has tremendous anxiety. Those are included, the recommendations by Rav Chaim and the Rebetzin about which prakim of Tehillim to say. Also, uh, I don't know if it was clear, because I'm not sure if you were alluding to this when you mentioned uh, uh, Rav Chaim saying Tehillim earlier. He actually said Tehillim, and says Tehillim, I guess we could say, from a cloth, from a from an actual parchment scroll. Am I right? Yeah, Rav Chaim one day made a big fume in Letterman's show. He got Tehillim from cloth, and he, he was so happy that day. He wrote in his own handwriting an invitation for the fume of Ksivas Tehillim from cloth. And of course, he says also, he told me a few weeks ago, even benching, he says when a person is saying things from a cloth, there's more Gedusha. It's, it's, it's much more pure. That's why he took Tehillim, and he really wanted to have Tehillim from cloth. Today, it's much harder for him to say from the cloth. Right. But so one second. He used to I, say it from cloth, and it I, used to be a very, very big thing. So I need, I, I need to understand a couple. Of, did you just say he says Birchus Muslim from a cloth? Is that what you just said? He says, he says, he says, sometimes he says it's from cloth. And the other thing is, th- there's a whole thing that you write about whether one should say Tehillim at night or not. And you just described how, you know, he said it in the middle of the night. What, what's, what's the, generally speaking, I know obviously there are exceptions. Generally speaking, wh- what, what would he say about saying Tehillim at night? Uh, this, I'll tell you the truth. Now, now, now with COVID, I think. There's no time. There's no time. There's no time. <laughs> no time you to know, waste. We, we, say tell him immediately. <laughs> That's true. We need to say it. We need to say it. Um, always. Yeah, we need to say it always. But of course, he says that when a person is reading from a sacred that that it was written from from a from a class has a dusha, and the davening is more miskabel. This is the whole point. When you daven from such a thing, the davening is uh is more mis- miskabel. That's right. what he. You really understand. But it's interesting also that Rav Chaim, when he was a bocher in yeshiva, that already the tailing was a big thing because on, on Yemei Adin, Roshani Yom Kippur, he had three Kabbalahs this time. Shmira Sadibur, watch his mouth. Second thing, he used to give pruta for tzedakah every day. Mamish a pruta, he didn't have money. And the third thing, he used to say every single day the tailing when he was a bocher already. But when he came to the yeshiva, he said, the tiny zebra he couldn't continue doing because the Rosh Hashiva and the Rebbeim used to come and ask him questions like, what are you talking to Reb Chayu about? And he says, and money, even money didn't have anymore. But the only thing with Yeshiva that he was continuing, he used to finish Tillin every single day. And he used to go on the roof of the Yeshiva, on the roof of the Yeshiva, and the Rosh Hashiva used to say, what is, what is Reb Chayim doing there on the roof? So you see already as a bacher. Wow. I'm saying we can learn Torah, and it's very, very important. But we need a lot of siyata dishmaya. We need a lot of praying, a lot of... And, and Baruch Hashem, this is what I see by Reb Chaim. Besides the tremendous midas, tremendous chesed, everybody, everybody, I see that the siyata dishmaya of davening and, and, and praying to Hashem, 
word by word, like like Oni Bafesach, I, I I see it by Reb Chaim to see him davening Rosh Hashanah and Kippur. It's like uh, you can't explain it. You you you, you can't explain it. The, the 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 it's an angel, you know. It, there's hear nothing it. better in the world. I hear it. All right, Shai Graucher is with us. Go to artscroll.com. Go to artscroll.com. First of all, you should search the words Shai Graucher. You'll see all the works that he's responsible for, specifically the ones uh, of based on Rav Chaim Kanievsky's incredible works. The brand new one is the Jaffa Family Edition Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Tehillim. It's amazing. If you have any affinity toward Tehillim at all or want to want to develop an affinity, you have to get this. You have to get it. And remember, our listeners benefit from uh, tuning into this show. Go to artscroll.com, use promo code radio. Go to artscroll.com, use promo code radio. 10% off free shipping when you use promo code radio. Rabbi Shai Graucher, I'm going to put you on the spot, but I'm going to give you a minute to think. I'm going to tell you my favorite Pasuk in Tehillim. I don't know how many Pasukim are in Tehillim. I know there's 150 chapters. There's got to be thousands of Pasukim. I have a favorite, believe it or not. And I went specifically to that favorite and my second favorite to see what Reb Chaim says about it, and I have to share it with the audience. I hope you don't mind. And then I'm going to ask you if there's a specific pasuk and a vart by Reb Chaim on one of the pasukim of Tehillim that you'd like to share with us, okay? Okay. My favorite, uh, look, it's no it's no secret, and I believe that I could say this accurate. I think this is an accurate statement. If one would say what's the most important pasuk from Tehillim that we say every day, I think we've been led to believe, rightfully so, over the centuries, that it's poseach es yadecha umaspia lechol chayratzon. You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. My favorite pasukim in Tehillim are the ones that precede that very well-known pasuk. And they are Some Hashem Lechol Hanoflim. And when I give my speech about tefillah, when I give my speech about prayer, when I'm asked by a synagogue or a, or a youth group or a school to come and speak about prayer, I always talk about these psukim and how people need to make these psukim their own. Some Hashem Lechol Hanoflim. Hashem supports all the fallen ones. Vizokef Lechol Hakfufim and straightens all the bent ones. So, what does Rechaim say on this? which I really, I love this part. He says, in Perak Shira, we're taught that this is the song of the snake. Rav Chaim explained that the snake was cursed, that it must crawl on its belly, right? We know that from Bracious. At the same time, Hashem arranged that its food be readily available wherever it goes, based on a Gemara and Yoma. From this, we are to learn how Hashem supports even those who he brings down. And I, I, I just think that's brilliant. I, I, I love it. <laughs> not, not that Reb Chaim needs my haskama, <laughs> but I think it's an amazing way of approaching that pasuk that even when Hashem gives the greatest curse to someone that they have to suffer by being on the ground their entire life, he makes sure that they're taken care of. So that's the first one I wanted to mention. The second one I wanted to mention is the next pasuk. Ene chol elecha yusaberu v'atano sein lahem esachlom bi'ito. Everybody looks to you with hope. And you give them their food in its proper time. I think it's so important for these times that people understand that bi'ito is such an important part of that pasuk. And he writes, in many places, the fact that we're wholly dependent on Hashem is referred to in relation to our eyes. Rav Chaim explained that eyesight is one of the portions Hashem gives a person. Moreover, the Chavetz Chaim writes, it is not the eyes that see, but the soul 
that gazes through those orbs. So Ene Chol has a much deeper meaning than just being a, a reference uh, to the uh, human eye. So I, I just I, I, I wanted to share those two because, like I said, those are my favorite psukim in, uh, in Tehillim. And those of you who are wondering about Poseach HaSedecha, Rav Chaim asks, how can we say Poseach HaSedecha that you open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing? We see many living things that are suffering in poverty. How can we say that Hashem is satisfying their desires? And the answer is, Rav Chaim explained that the Gemara in Erechim teaches us that any ill that befalls a person, even something so slight as withdrawing the wrong coin from his pocket, goes toward forgiving his sins. Each living creature has all its desires satisfied, but some of that largesse goes toward expiating their sins. This is the greatest kindness imaginable, as Chazal teaches us, that one who had his coat taken from him to satisfy his debt should sing as he walks home, for he no longer owes anything. I thank you for letting me do that, Rabbi Graucher. Amazing. <laughs> could you could you share with us a vart that you remember? I know I know it's not in front of you. Just to be fair, because we 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 had the delivery of the brand new Rav Chaim on Tehillim, and you haven't yet. But is there something you remember that you'd like to share with us? Um, we say it was it was uh, it was now Halil. Maybe we'll say something from Halil. Sure. Yes, please. We 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 wanna we. we we want to all say hallel already. Right. When COVID is going to be, is going to be over, Bezat Hashem. Right. So, um, so um, when it was Tet Tammuz in Tashresh Nun Tet, it was a city, Tishan, um, that the Rav Chaim Peretz Kanievsky, Yaakov Yisrael, and they, they called him the Stipler, was, was, was called the Stipler. He was, he was, he was born. He was living in the city or in a stipler that he came from a yeshiva bocher, and when he's a little child, little child, he was he was sick with the I don't know in English the machalata typhus. It was a sickness. Typhus, typhus, that, right? Typhus. Typhus, typhus, and it was very very hard that day. People really really didn't get out of it, but the schus of the tefillah was standing for him, and he mamish got out of this. But one thing was saying them that is hearing till the end of his day that he he, he was suffering from hearing the cipher. Right. That's what as so, so Reb Chaim says that people were saying when I heard it in Reb Chaim um, that this is what Hakadosh Baruch Hu wanted him to hear what he's hearing. But the chesed that he did with him that he was he was he was he was giving him the ability not to hear things. That he's not supposed to hear. Wow! But this was, but this was the kigover aleinu shem chazdoi. This was the chesed that he did. That all his children, in those times, and uh, eventually we know if the stipler chazdoi shalom, would what would happen if he was with, with all the kids in this in this city, we wouldn't have Reb Chaim today. So I think the 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 of the generation, the continuation of 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 of, of miracles that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave this. Kanievsky family, and it's already generation, and also their uncle, the Chazanish, and it's going till today to refine that. And, and the, fa- the whole, and the father-in-law, and the father-in-law, and the father-in-law, Rav Yoshi. We right. have also stories from Rav Yoshi, right. of course, and the Rebbetzin, and the right. Rebbetzin. Right. How much Chesed the Rebbetzin? How much Tehillim? I have, I have something. She used to give every single lady the 
the, the, the small capital, 10 capital to heal him right. for easy pregnancy. The the estrogen jelly, right. till today, till today, she's not with us, but her ruach, the Rebetzin's koyach, is following and giving till today the, the all the ladies and everybody big chizukim. It, it doesn't end. When a person is close to Torah, when a person is close to the real things, it never ends. It just it grows and grows and grows and it's never going to end. It's never going to end. Baruch Hashem, we're working now on a very, very special Sefer, El Adalad Omas El Alocha. It's a picture Sefer with all the Anogas and Alochas from Reb Chaim Kanievsky. We're, we're, we're working now on Shemitah, Reb Chaim on Shemitah, and everything so is going to be Shemitah, and Reb Chaim is waiting for this. And, and, and really, 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 I asked them, I said, we're working on it. When Maybe Mashiach will come. Maybe Mashiach will come after Shemitah, Motzei Shvi Ben David Ba. So was smiling and looked at me. He says, "He says maybe, but we have to daven for this." He said, yeah. he, "He said maybe, but he says we have to daven for this." And that includes yeah. uh, includes saying Tehillim, of course. Rabbi Shai Graucher, everybody, he's with us. Go to artscroll.com. The brand new Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Tehillim is amazing. Uh, always use promo code Radio at artscroll.com. You'll save. Plus, you'll get free shipping. Check out all the works by Rav Shai Graucher. Uh, by the way, as, as I conjectured earlier, the, the Chumash is complete, right? All five volumes, right? Baruch Hashem. Yeah. Chumash is complete. Chesed Hashem. Chesed Hashem. The Chumash is, is uh, really, I, uh, I got yesterday a phone call from a person that called me that he wants to order to tell him. And he told me, by the way, you should know, I, I bought 30 sets by Art School of the whole Chumash, <laughs> and I give it as a bar mitzvah gift. Wow. The whole set. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, well, they say that you are one of two people that have the easiest access to Reb Chaim. You and Reb Chaim's grandson. Would that be accurate? Nah, there's more. I'm not. There is more? <laughs> there are others in that there, category? <laughs> there's people There's people that are there before I was born. Well, once, one, once one of my listeners this morning already asked for your email address, I said to myself, oh boy, they all think the only way to get to Reb Chaim is through my Grauker. <laughs> no, there's a lot of ways, but I'm happy. I'm happy whoever needs an ASA can send me an email. It's, a big, it's my biggest pleasure. I feel the shlichus and special for the American people because it's, it's sometimes it's much harder right. when a person sends you an email in English. Right. I translate it and I give it to the rov and I answer. But there's a lot of good people, and Rav Chaim is as a uh, hoping out for the Gansik Lali soil. I the world. hundred percent. I and I and for that listener, you can relax. I'll make sure to email you Rabbi Graucher's email uh, at some point today. Bezrat Hashem. Um, listen, uh, Reb Shai Graucher, first of all, best regards from, uh, our friends at Camp Masora. They, uh, <laughs> they take, they take great pride in the fact that you were, that you were there years ago. Uh, and I'll tell you, I, you know, as somebody who, who knew you casually many, many years ago, I, I can only imagine the nachas that your family is getting because I take great pride in the fact that uh, I knew you when and that you have developed into this incredible conduit for such important uh, Torah projects from from the person recognized, frankly, uh, as the Gadol Hador at this point. 
and it's, it really gives us tremendous pride. So I just want to give you Yashakoch. I want to give you, Thank you. A, a bracha that you can t- It sounds like you're going full steam ahead. It sounds like you got you have plenty of projects you want to get done. We're not stopping. <laughs> I, I told Rav with yesterday, we have a code, me and him. We are just warming up. It's all warming up. We're not stopping. Give me. But give, I, want, I want to. Yeah, go ahead. I want to just uh, to, to give a shevach oda to Ribbonu Shaloylam for having such a schus, such a schus to bring and, 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 and to give the people the, the, the Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Chomesh, on Zmiro Shabbos. I'm telling you, a lot of people are calling me that their Shabbos table was, was changed, was changed. And I had the schus to spend Shabbos table by Rav Chaim singing the Zmiro. So I think one of the best things that we, we, should, we should work on ourselves, you know, sometimes we're tired, Shabbos is coming, but Rav Chaim told me a lot of times, to make a, 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 a Shabbos Suda with, with the Zmiras, to understand what we're saying, to sing it together, to be together. And this is very important. I'm thanking HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that Baruch Hashem, and I'm, with the thanking, I'm asking that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should give me the koiches to continue, and we should be zoiche, that Rav Chaim, Moran Saratoira, Bezrat Hashem, live till 120, and Bezrat Hashem, with Arsko, we should be zoiche, to do many, many more things. I want to thank my parents, for, for, for helping, for davening, for giving me the best, best, best things to be able to do it. And, of course, my wife and my children that are, are behind everything. And so I'm, I'm, I'm thanking them. Well, our best regards to your family. Like I said earlier, um, uh, your family and specifically your father, because we know him best of your entire family, inspired so many people around the world with so much chizik and so much chesed, and it's just, I'm telling you, the nachas that your parents must have uh, from from what you're doing must be amazing. Uh, big yeshikach, thank you so much for joining thank us you. this morning, and continued hatzlach haraba. Thank you, thank you very much. Rabbi Shai Graucher, this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and on the Nachum Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app.